Hey everybody, Nina here of She Knows SEO, and we are going to go through all of the OpenAI GPTs. Don't worry, I'm gonna keep this video quick. I already tested all of them, so I can tell you what they do and if they're worth your time. If you don't know, ChatGPT recently did an update, and now not only can we build our own custom GPTs, I did create one, it's really, really fun. I'll have another video on that coming soon, um, but we can also use all of these cool new ones that they've made. So essentially, they kind of noticed things that people were asking a lot, um, probably some of the plugins people were using, and created custom GPTs that will automatically do those things that you need. So the very first one is Dolly 3. We've had Dolly 3 for a while, so I don't think we need to go into it too much. So I just did a really quick um, little picture of my dog. There we go, where I tried to turn him into a Dr. Seuss style cover. It didn't wanna like read his image for some reason this time, I think, cause it got overloaded yesterday, but it did these initially. And then when I tested it later, it still worked. So honestly, Dolly 3 is always great. It'll create cool pictures for you. Um, but you don't necessarily need to use it anymore. You can just go into like general chat GPT and Dolly 3 and Bing are now like built into it, even the code interpreter. So you're set, like you don't necessarily have to go into Dolly to do this. So I don't fully understand the difference anymore and like the need for the difference. I even found when I just said like create a Dr. Seuss style children's book for my golden retriever named Theo, it started trying to write like before it started trying to create an image. So it made a story before it created the image, which was interesting because Dolly 3 is supposed to be all about the visual. So some weirdness, I'm not sure. Now the data analysis, I don't have a ton of data to analyze. So I just put in uh, my recent sales from my Black Friday promotion for uh, She Knows SEO and some things that I'm selling. And it was able to give me a little pie chart explaining the breakdown of what has sold um, and like how it's making up the income sort of a thing. You can do this with any sort of data set. It's really interesting, really cool for data analysis, especially if you hate analyzing like large groups of data. The only thing I would say is like, be careful what you're feeding it or uploading it. Like, remember that ChatGPT does store data. <laughs> like that is partially what it's meant to do is it's learning off of data. So if you have like proprietary company information or really specific personal information, I don't know that I would upload it. Um, this is something I'm being very public about anyway, and I plan to like release um, the exact numbers and stuff in December. So for me, I was like, this is fine to share. But if it was like, I remember when I worked for the New Zealand government, I worked in the Commerce Commission, and we would do like fraud cases for big banks where we had to analyze like a ton of data from, um, usually it was like their uh, payment plan kind of things or like loan fees. I would not put that data in here because like you cannot guarantee that it is safe and that is personal information for other people. So I think if it's your own data and you can kind of consent to it, that's fine. I probably wouldn't put individual people's data in here just in case, but up to you. Then I use traditional GPT, just GPT classic, does what it does, does it well, does what it says on the tin and created a cute little Dr. Seuss um, style book to go with the pictures we had before. I probably should have given it the same title, but you live and learn. Now this one's really cool. This is the, um, I don't remember the exact name, if it'll load, come on. There we go, and of course I clicked away. Game time is basically stopping fights with your family. 
That's what I'm going to call this. Um, it answers questions about how to play games. It teaches you how to play things. Uh, and I think that's really, really great. So I asked the age old question, can you use proper nouns in Scrabble? And the GPT gods say, no, you can't. Really interesting. I mean, I do think it's cool to like have some of those specifics given to us. Then I thought this would be fun. Um, my sister and I love Cards Against Humanity, but we're often like at my dad's house. So weird to play with your father. Let's just put it that way. So I was like, hey, how can we safely do this? And it gave me some good advice. I think it's funny that it had like a safe word and aftercare, but I think overall, like it did actually give you um, some good options here. And this would be really great as well for learning to play games like, um, I don't know, backgammon or something is one I recently learned to play, like uh, Chinese checkers, things that like, I found that the instructions never made sense to me, the like visual instructions, um, and even card games where people would be like, okay, does anyone know how to play bridge? And I'm like, I don't know how to play bridge, but I felt weird like trying to understand how to play. You can now have game time help teach you. Then there's the negotiator. I am not a good negotiator. Like I back down from confrontation and get really scared, um, especially face to face. So I love that you can practice these now. You can practice negotiating for a raise. You can practice like negotiating for a later bedtime or whatever you need to negotiate, even with yourself. Like it's pretty cool. You can even request it to like actually be the person and practice with you. So a great use case, especially for like, if you follow um, her first 100K on Instagram or TikTok, she talks about like negotiating for arrays and things like that or for starting salaries. And this can let you kind of practice that. Now this one's cool. This is um, the creative writing coach to help you be a better writer. It is not technically made for bloggers, but I was like, hey, let's try it. So I went on Must Do Canada and found an affiliate post that they had. Um, this is written by Matthew G. Bailey. Uh, thank you for unknowingly letting me use your post for this. And I just said like, how could I improve this for conversions? And it gave me a lot of great notes. Like it said the things that are good. And so this is interesting if you put in someone else's writing to learn what did they do well? But then you also get like some things that could change. Now, a lot of this is incorrect because it doesn't have the URL to be like, okay, it's already mobile friendly. It already has images and things like that. But we get a lot of good tips here. We could even work with it to kind of create that content, like the, add the changes into the content. What it's more made for is creative writing, like books, um, short stories, little things like that but I think it can be used for kind of any sort of writing to some extent. You might just need to prompt it a little bit more with like what good writing is in that sphere. Now, this one's interesting, Cosmic Dream. I don't really understand why we have this, to be honest. Like it creates an image, but Dolly 3 creates an image and it just creates like a fever dream version of a picture, I guess, but I think it's cute. It got the croc really wrong, but it did what it could. Now this tech support advisor, I would have lost my last job at a law firm over this because half of what I did, I was the youngest person working there. I just help people convert things to PDF all the time, <laughs> like, or help them like log in troubleshoot things. So I would have been out of a job. I'm very glad that I left that job before this was released, but I think it's a great option to have this sort of thing that can do in-depth tech support and really walk you through what's happening, what you're doing. You can even like 
give it like upload um, error messages and things and it can then decode them for you. So I think this is going to help a lot of people, especially people who don't have like a big IT department or who don't want to be on hold with like a printer company for four hours because they can't find anything on it. So it's not perfect. Definitely the more technical you get, I noticed some flaws, but for just a basic prompt like this, it works very, very well. Now here you can generate coloring books. I generated a quick one of my dog. Um, coloring books have been a big use case for ChatGPT. Coloring books and stickers have been like a huge use case for Midjourney as well. People really like using this to create images, usually for personal use or to give away for free. I have seen people sell them on like Amazon or Etsy. I do not know the legalities of that. I would question the legalities of that um, because you technically didn't create it so you don't own it. So I don't know, but I think this is super cute for fun to like even just have coloring pages for your own like use and for your kids. Coloring makes me anxious for some reason, so it doesn't calm me down, but I know it does for a lot of other people. So if it does, you can now like custom make your own coloring books. Um, I might even like just make some for my family or something of Theo doing fun stuff because I'm kind of obsessed with him. This, the Laundry Buddy uh, GPT, I want to call them plugins all the time, but they're kind of not, um, but it would have saved me in university. The first time I ever did laundry was in university um, because honestly, like our washing machine was messed up as a kid. So my mom only know, knew how to use it. So we just didn't. Um, so the first time I tried to do laundry, I dyed like half of my clothes blue somehow. Um, and then my friends had to like teach me how to use it and fix it. And I was just like crying in the first week of university. It was really bad. I would have killed to have this. And actually it taught me some stuff. I like couldn't think of like what to ask it. So I just was like, eh, I'm covered in pet hair. How do I fix this? And it gave me a lot of really good tips. Like the vinegar one, I'm genuinely gonna go buy vinegar today and try this. Like I think that's so useful. So super, super helpful. I mean, really great, especially for those of us whose like parents didn't really teach us adulting things. <laughs> like they just were kind of like, we're gonna release you into the wild and hope you figure it out. And it's like, wait, no, help. Now GPT can like be your surrogate mom, basically. <laughs> this one's cool, the sous chef plugin. Um, I think it was Dr. Marie Haynes on Twitter who's been using it, like just normal GPT, or I guess paid GPT-4 to create meal plans and things for a while. Well, now you have an actual like GPT that's meant to do that. So it's gonna try to help you figure out if you take a picture of what's in your fridge and say like, okay, what can I make from this? If you ask it, like, I'm craving a salty snack, here's what I have, what can I make? Um, I asked it to make me a gluten-free chicken pot pie and it did not do a great job, I will fully admit that. It tried, um, but for some things, like if I was like, hey, I wanna be gluten-free and it just tells me buy a gluten-free pie crust, like, what? <laughs> I definitely think at some point it should ask me, do you want, oops, didn't mean to do that. Um, do you want me to like give you the recipe for a gluten-free pie crust? No, it never did. And that was annoying. Um, also gluten-free all-purpose flour. Like this is why as someone who reads a lot of gluten-free blogs, um, recipe bloggers are fine because I want to know the brand. Like gluten-free flour is very different between brands. However, I think it's a great use case for like a simple pasta dish or being like, I have these ingredients. Um, how can I do a week's worth of groceries or even asking for a week-long meal plan, especially if you just have like one or two things that you can't eat. I have a lot of dietary requirements, so I expect it's not going to be able to handle me, but I'm going to keep testing it and we'll see how it goes. 
Now, this one's really cute. This is the sticker creator, if it loads. Um, sorry, y'all, I'm hotspotting because I just moved. But look at how cute that sticker is of Theo. Like, I want a million of those. This is so, so cute. Now I have to figure out how I can print stickers. If you know, let me know because I, I need to figure this out. So I think this is really great because it's giving you um, just like really cute stickers. It fully like did the party hat and everything. It did a great job. Um, and like I said, this is a common use case for these image-based AIs. And I don't know if you could resell this. I probably wouldn't personally, but I know other people are. So you do you, I'm not here to judge. Now this, the math mentor, I wouldn't be in therapy probably to some extent if I'd had this. Cause like most of my childhood was my father and I screaming at each other over math homework, I think. <laughs> Probably not most of my childhood, but I've repressed the rest. So like, that's one of the few things I remember is us just being like, I don't know, him being like, just no calculus. I'm like, I, what? <laughs> I don't know calculus, stop it. So I've seen um, on TikTok people talking about common core math and I didn't know what that is. So I'm like, what is it? And it told me. Then this is gonna sound weird, I really love trigonometry. I don't know why. I always found it really like soothing to do trig homework. And it's really hard to find trig problems online that you can just do for fun because no one else does it for fun. So I think this is really cool that it like can generate problems for you for you to test. I think this is gonna be a really awesome use case um, and just really interesting. Now the hot mods also don't fully understand and it didn't really work the first time. I was like, make him purple but I didn't really specify what <laughs> like. So then when I said make the fur purple, this is the most depressed looking golden retriever ever, but it kind of did it. I, I don't understand why you would want this. Like again, you have Dolly three that can just do it. Then we have the mocktail mixologist, which is going to create um, like custom mocktails for you as someone who doesn't drink. Uh, this is helpful to some extent. I tried it a number of times and it can really only do basic ideas though. So it was like, okay, what's a rum alternative that's like going to kind of taste like it. And it didn't know any brands. And like, um, that was kind of annoying. Like also I will note if y'all want a good non-alcoholic rum ritual, does very good ones of rum and tequila. Um, and atypical does like canned rum and Cokes that are non-alcoholic and they are so good, especially if you're hiking, highly recommend. So this was fine. But as someone who was a bartender for a long time and really loves mocktails, could only kind of do the basics, so it tried. Then I don't know why this exists. The Gen Z for meme will help you decode Gen Z language and memes that you upload. Like, why is this funny? Okay, I don't know. Apparently a lot of people were doing that. Maybe they're just trying to get Gen Z to use it. I don't know, it's there. So those are all of the GPTs. The ones that I would say are the most helpful are gonna be ones that are actually gonna change like your daily life sort of situation. So the sous chef and laundry buddy, I think those are really, really useful. Um, the sticker whiz and the, uh, where was it? And just general Dolly three for sure. But the coloring book too are really fun. I think those are kind of interesting, fun things you can do just to kind of hang out, do something a bit unique um, and even make some cool gifts for friends. But to be honest, a lot of these, I just don't like, the Cosmic Dream, I don't understand. I don't know why we need that. To some extent, the negotiator too and the data analysis, like we could already do that in normal GPT. So perhaps I'm just not using them as intensely. I do think they're cool. I just don't know why we needed its own thing. But I think tech support advisor is gonna be hugely helpful. I think that one is going to like 
properly change the game. Um, and yeah, Math Mentor, I think, will 100% uh, help parents and kids' relationships. So those are kind of like my rundowns of these. I think it's a really cool use case with all of this. If you can think of something they didn't do, you're actually able to custom build your own if you want to. And I've been kind of playing around with a few different ones. The only one I have complete so far is my She Knows Alt Text, which I have released to my um, SEO Roadmap students. But it's been a lot of fun playing with them. I haven't done like a really intense data set yet. That's what I want to do next. Um, but you can really create whatever you want. I found so many cool use cases people have created for themselves. And these are just the ones that ChatGPT made for us to kind of start with. There is going to be a ChatGPT store, kind of like the Chrome store or like an app store sort of thing. Um, they are going to eventually make these paid potentially. So like people, they're going to be free ones too, but people are going to actually be able to like build something and then say, okay, you need to pay me a dollar to use it. Just like the app store, which is really cool, to be honest. I think that's a really interesting idea for them to do um, and to kind of keep them relevant, especially as more people are creating custom AI systems. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that works down the line and like what kind of monetization that can actually mean for creators. Even if you just build something fun and weird, there's one that I saw that was like, turn yourself into the Simpsons. Do you really need an app for that? No, you can like just go into Dolly 3 and do it. But they've already coded a lot of extra little elements to it um, that can make it a little bit more precise, I guess. I had some fun making myself into a Simpsons character. It was entertaining. It wouldn't do my dog though. So I was like, that's a, that's a flaw. It should Simpsonize dogs and pets too, I think. I mean, there's pets in the Simpsons, but I digress. So I think this is a really interesting um, addition to ChatGPT and really cool, especially for like less uh, technologically savvy users who don't necessarily know how to prompt it. The fact that these prompts are basically built in so it knows that when you ask for a coloring book, it knows what to give you. I think that's going to be super, super helpful for casual users. Um, but for those of us who are using this more for work, you don't genuinely need any of these. Um, the base chat GPT has gotten so good that it is all you need. I have another video um, called the one chat to rule them all that is really going through how those of us who use it for work and for blogging really only need that and all the cool things that it can do now that it can integrate uh, Bing and Dolly 3 and the data or the code interpreter all at once. So I hope you had some fun with me going through all of these. I hope that you have fun playing with them. I mean, they, they do cool stuff, but I think um, ultimately they're not super work friendly for us. We don't really need them. Other than the tech support advisor, I, again, can someone explain to me why it's a capybara? Like why, why was that the logo that they chose? Why is that, how is that tech support? I don't understand. And I know capybaras went like viral on TikTok for a bit. And like, I was fully a part of that. I get it. Never were they tech support, so I don't understand. Please help me, please. <laughs> so I hope you had fun with me um, and you get to play with ChatGPT and I'm excited to see uh, what interesting new things you guys can do with this stuff. Have a great day and I'll see y'all soon.